So this past weekend, at least eight people died in the Cape Flats, obviously in the mm-hmm. Western Cape. Mm-hmm. This is related to gang violence. This type of criminality has been spiraling further and further out of control. And now there's calls for better policing. Um, mm. And uh, we need to be louder and more persistent in dealing with these crimes. Mm. The latest attacks come in the wake of months of unmitigated violence. Mm-mm. Six women are shot and killed Yo. in Philippi East. I mean, it's, it's all over the news. Wow. Uh, the motive for the murders has not been determined yet. In the earlier hours of Saturday morning, two more people were gunned down in Hanover Park. Mm-hmm. And of course, the latest killings bring the total number of people killed in Hanover Park since the beginning of the year, mind you, to 45. Wow. 45 senseless deaths. The total number of people killed on the Cape Flats this year already has hit high levels, 1,600. In June, six members of the recently deployed anti-gang unit were gunned down. That was also all over the news. Now there's a manhunt and community members have once again called on the police minister, Peggy Tele, to double his effects and his efforts as far as dealing with this. Mm. I mean, we can bring in the army. We can bring in whatever force service we want to bring. The fact is that we're grappling with this issue of gang violence. And what is the best solution in dealing with it? Is it the National Defense Force? Um, Is it a collaborative effort, obviously, between SAPS and SANDF? Mm. How do we we get rid of this? It's almost like nobody really has has an answer. Uh, And what do the statistics tell us as well? Mm. You know, are these types of acts rescinding? Because from what we established, it seems to be spiraling out of control. I'm thinking about the fact that um, the police themselves probably also feel unsafe. Mm. And maybe they need more tactical training. You know, the kind of stuff we see in Hollywood films, SWAT, the SWAT team that comes in, man, and it's like do or die. They are fully proactive. They are offensive. They are going in. Maybe our police need to be trained better as opposed to constantly say calling for the army because isn't that also undermining the SAPS? Well, you have to ask because if you look at, I mean, you talk about tactics. There, there has to be a specialized unit that mm-hmm. deals with these types of issues. It, it can't just be anybody, quite frankly. People who are highly skilled, highly trained to deal with, with uh, this type of gang violence and the gangs. And the other thing is, from a community perspective, I mean, if you are in any one of these communities and you are aware of the perpetrators, the criminals, the gang mm. members, would you be prepared to assist the police? Because that's the other thing. People are scared of, you know, they, they fear for their lives. And, Imagine and justifiably though, so. You're living in an area which has been run by gangs. You want to be the snitch, the mpimpi. I probably wouldn't say anything. So what, are we then suggesting that the option is to rather join in than, you know, go and, and snitch? Let's say you're a young male yeah. in that community. Well, what's a better option? Do you join the, ma- the madness or do you take a stand as a community and, you know, fight these gangs? Let's hear from some of you, especially if you are in the Western Cape or you live in the Cape Flats. Let us know the realities that you are facing when it comes to gang violence and gang-related crimes. Are you afraid? Or are you comfortable enough to go and report to the police? Do you feel like the police are helping? 0815-777-333. Let's hear from you. All right. Well, earlier on, we were having a, a conversation around the gang violence out in the Western Cape, particularly in the Cape Flats area. Looking at, for example, a Hanover Park, we also saw eight people dying over the weekend at the Cape Flats, six of which were women shot 
in Philippi East. The motive, well, we don't know yet. It hasn't been determined. And it raises questions about the um, battle against gang violence. And it would seem that the law enforcement agencies are just grappling with this. And we need, uh, you know, solutions, I suppose, long-term and short-term, because we can't have a, a, a situation where people in any part of the country are not feeling safe. And that is um, the thing. It's it's bad enough that you drive out of your home and you're worried about somebody hijacking you and you're constantly looking all over your shoulder. Now, imagine living in a in a gang-ridden so, uh, community where gang violence is rampant. So we'll take calls, 89 Uh Yeah, we've got Sanele on the line. Good morning, Sanele. Hi, how are you? Fine, thanks. And how are you? I'm good, thanks. Uh, last month, I had a situation in Maninpeg. It's also in the Cape Flats. Mm. I was from um, Mowbray. So as I was driving past Ethelone and Maninpeg, because uh, I just I just dropped off someone there. So as I was passing the the door, like the the passenger side door was not mm. locked. Mm. So these guys came around my car, three of them. The the others tried to open the door at the back, but they couldn't mm. open. But the other one succeeded, and then he came in and started punching me, uh, switching off the car, and then mm. opening the doors. And mm. then they came in, they hit me the gun on, on the head. Mm. Uh, then they took my car, took the phone, took everything. Mm. And then they wanted the banking pin and all of that. Uh, then my phone blocked because they were trying to access my my funds on my phone. Then the phone mm. blocked and then the phone rang. Someone was trying to call me. And then they thought maybe it's a tracker. That's when the guy that was driving that like wanted to shoot me. Mm. And then I jumped out of, of a moving car. Sure. Mm. And it ran me over in my feet. What? Oh, my goodness. So, yeah. Even now, I still have injuries. It, it happened on the 26th of May, like three days before my birthday. Because my birthday was on the 29th. So, I think Peggy Kellen needs to speak with Defense Force. Mm. With uh, with regards to Manninbeck, uh, Athlone, Hanover Park, they have on the northern side. They really need to do something with those places because those guys, they, they kill. Mm. They'll and, and, kill and you it, for as simple as phone. Sure, and it's brazen criminal activity. And, I mean, they don't care about life. They they will do whatever it takes. And I suppose you've got to fight fire with fire almost. Uh, mm. We're sorry about your incident, but thanks for sharing with us. And I'm sure there are many other incidents that people can, can relate to if they are from those communities or have some insight. Let's go to Buitumelo as well. Buitumelo, good morning. Hello, guys. How are you? Hey. Well, we, we are concerned about the situation in our country as far as gang violence is concerned. Mm-hmm. What would you like you to know, say? I think it all starts with confidence in law enforcement. Mm. I'm in law right now, right? And when I started, I made sure that I did not go into criminal law, primarily because either I was going to be defending people who were wrong mm-hmm. and they preying on the weakness of the police, mm. or I was going to be enforcing wrong things that the police are doing. Mm. The police need to sort themselves out and make sure that we regain confidence in them. Mm. When they sort themselves out, that's when people will start coming to them. I will not risk my life to say there's a drug dealer down the road mm. and I'm going to report him, mm. but then he's going to be out in two weeks. Sure. People will never, ever have come to the police for help because they're going to suffer the consequences of them doing it. Yeah. If I if we take matters into our own hands, we still have the police on our side, on their side, who are going to now come and attack us. 
Yeah, and and it doesn't help as well that you have some uh, you know members of the police service who are in cahoots with gang members, you know, high-ranking officials and the likes, and it really does concern. And then you have criminals who are, who are just brazen. Mm. They don't mind gunning down anti-gang unit members. Yeah. They don't mind, and this is and this is the thing, and that's the kind of uh, animal that essentially we are dealing with as a country. And the question becomes, you know, what are the solutions to all the think tanks in the in the law enforcement agencies. Mm. You know, what, what's the big idea in fighting gang violence? You know, I think also we're just behind in technology. Mm. We are really, really behind in technology. The fact that we walk into a police station and there are no computers so that we can start to digitize. Things are still handwritten. Yeah. Things are still manual fingerprints. Mm. So that means that everything is going to take 10 times longer, longer to solve yeah. beyond the fact that we know that some co- cops get bored. Mm. And the thing that he was saying about think tanks having to come on board and come up with suggestions and ways to get around this problem. And a lot of people saying that uh, the SANDF needs to be deployed. But then the think tanks are saying that this is actually more of a social problem than anything else. Mm. And if you escalate it to that like they did in the favelas in in Brazil, then it just kind of deteriorates into a war zone. Well, yeah, I mean, there are, there's that argument, you know, the, the army protects the borders, the police protect, you know, the civilians. But mm. what if the police are failing? I mean, let's... For, and, and I commend every single member of any special unit that's dealing with such issues. It's, I can imagine how life-threatening it is. But, I mean, we also need to be honest. Um, if it's spiraling out of control, then something is not happening. Uh, we'll check more tweets. Hashtag Fresh Breakfast. If you'd like uh, to send us more thoughts, 0815 uh, 3333.